Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Pet Place Radio Show. I'm Marie Hewlett, and as always, I'm thrilled that you've joined us here on this beautiful Saturday morning. I've got some fun guests lined up for you today. First, Liz Davis from Pets Guide Orange County will be telling us about this great resource for animal lovers. It's a new publication that began in the spring of this year, and it's overflowing with great information about animals. Then later, Kristen Overdurf will be explaining how her new CD, will actually help pets adjust to new babies before the babies arrive. This and more are coming up, so stay tuned to the Pet Place Radio Show here on the best news talk radio station in Southern California, KGIL, AM 1260 and 540. We'll be right back. If I could talk to the animals... Wait a minute, I'm thinking. Yes? Do you know what to say, a bear? What did you say, darling? I would say to a polar bear, please might swim with you. Oh, that's a good idea. If I could talk to a baby tiger, I would ask it for a very tall ice cream. If I could talk to a monkey, it could give me some bananas if I asked. I would say to a python, please go away. <laughs> I would ask a leopard for his spots. And oh, I'm tired of speaking. You're listening to the Pet Place Radio Show here on AM 1260 and 540. I'm Marie Hewitt, and right now I'm pleased to introduce Liz Davis from Pets Guide OC. Welcome, Liz. It's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me on. Now, I've been looking at your pet's guide, and it is very cool. This is a new publication, isn't it? It is. Our first issue came out last December, okay. and our idea was just to make a comprehensive kind of pet resource magazine that would just list everything for pets from adoption to volunteering. Um, and it was kind of based on, for 22 years, we did a similar publication, which we're still doing, called Kids Guide, and it was all about what to do with kids. So it seemed like a natural progression because once your kids grow up, your next group of kids are your pets. <laughs> so we just took that idea forward and really found just really thousands of things for pet owners that are wow. out there locally. Give me some examples. What are some fun things going on that pet owners can do? Oh, my gosh. Well, you know, we've kind of grouped them. Uh, it, there's 40 chapter headings, okay. as I said, from A to Z, but they're kind of divided. You know, we have goods, services, education, and events. Okay. So, oh, my gosh, we, we could just start with one. You know, on, on the goods level, we've got, um, you know, bakeries. We've got this darling bakery. It's uh, A bakery in, for pets? There's many of them. Actually, wow. there's one in most communities these days that really? do... Um, I knew that some bakers had like little <laughs> sections where they'd make little dog biscuits and cookies and things like that, but I had no idea that there were 
dedicated bakeries. Dedicated for kids. bakeries. There's one out of Downey where it's actually two girls in middle school that are um, entrepreneurs with the help of their parents. Oh, really? And they uh, do a variety of baked goods. You can get them online, and they will deliver them to your door if you're oh, in close proximity. Oh, wow. But gosh, we've even got uh, listed in. Uh, Pets Guide, a group of ladies that do homemade doggy dinners. They will deliver doggy pizzas and no doggy way. cupcakes to your house. Oh, that's um, a yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Oh, my goodness. So in the goods like and services. I'd like to order takeout for Fido, please. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and that you, you can order lots in advance and freeze it. But, uh, you know, that whole idea of pet food delivery has become very popular, and mm-hmm. there's lots of, you know, just hard-to-find pet uh, foods that are available to be ordered online and delivered to your door. Well, so. what I've noticed is there's a lot of uh, good natural food that's available for delivery now that you can't find anywhere. That's right, kind of human-grade dog food. Mm-hmm. And we have a whole section on nutrition that talks about some of the places that offer those specialty foods. Um, and we have uh, also in the goods area, we have a whole section on just our pet, pro- our favorite pet products that range uh, from, you know, treats for your dogs to, you know, that great new flea medication that can be given by a tablet rather than the slick oil on your dog's back. So if you have kids, you know, you're Uh not worried about, uh, you know, them touching the advantage or whatever that takes some time to absorb. There's, Mm -hmm. you know, so we just find our favorite little picks and put them in these sections. Wow. So tell me about some of the other sections you have in the magazine. So some of the other in the services area, you know, of course, pet sitting is huge, Um, be it boarding at a kennel, having somebody come to your house, having your dog stay at someone else's house, Mm -hmm. and we cover the gamut on that. Even if you just want uh, somebody to visit your dog during the day or have your dog to daycare, we've got sections on each of those individually, daycare, boarding in kennels. and we list everything from somebody who will, like I said, take the dog into their home to having your dog stay in a pet suite that's cowboy-oriented with a flat-screen TV. <laughs> so, you know, the We've idea- had some interesting uh, daycare and kennel people on our show in the past who've had some pretty amazing facilities with swimming pools and yes. massage. I love and that. All kinds of things. It's really amazing. And but I, th- I think it's great because especially when people are working and they don't want their pets to be home alone all day, right. to have a doggy daycare is just a wonderful service. It is. And I think it's important to just, you know, there are all different kinds of dogs and all different kinds of pet owners. And for us, our goal was to let everybody see all the choices so they could see, oh my goodness, I could, I have 15 choices of doggy daycare in my area, and we do a little description so you can see what suits your dog the best. Now, let me ask you this. At at some point in the future, are you going to have a little um, four stars, three stars? (laughs) We hope so, exactly. So when you're looking through, you can say, oh, this one got four stars. I'll, I'll go here. We're in the process of launching our website, which will happen in the next couple of months, and we're hoping we'll have a whole section that will ask for people's feedback and, you know, rating so you could go online and read what other people said about having used that business or service. Oh, excellent. Yeah. I'd really like that. I can't wait till you yeah. get that going. <laughs> but some of the other things, too, in the services uh, section that you might not think of that are, you know, uh, very necessary is things like end-of-life services. We oh, cover that mm-hmm. and what some of the options are from euthanasia counseling to having somebody come to your home 
in a very personal kind of way. We have a whole section on emergency services, on specialty vets, and, you know, a lot of things on low-cost services and pet assistance. You know, that is a huge factor for some pet owners. As yeah. you know, it can be so expensive. Mm-hmm. So we've tried to just find as many resources that would help somebody in that situation as possible. Oh, outstanding. Gosh, it sounds... I mean, you've really gone way above. How did you do all the research for this? <laughs> well, we, we spent all of 2007, from January until December, with a dedicated researcher just digging up everything we could find. And still, we always urge our readers, and we've had a lot of good feedback from readers, you know, if we've missed it, we want to know about it. The mm-hmm. listings in there are free. We're supported by our advertisers, so we always hope that, you know, people will come along in that way as well. Okay. But um, we, uh, you know, I think will be a publication that will grow every time. We're in our second issue now. The okay. next issue will come out in December. So it we, comes out twice a year? Twice a year. Okay. And it's available. We try to stock as many pet stores, vets, vet locations. We go out to events, dog parks, and just it's free. And we just try to put it in, uh, you know, at the fingertips of as many pet lovers as possible. And and what's the distribution area? The distribution area is all of Orange County and Long Beach Metro. Okay. So it's not up in L.A. yet, but we're hoping to grow it in this area eventually. Oh, that's wonderful. Now, how big is your staff? I mean, you must have a pretty big staff oh. to make this all happen. Oh, no, it's very <laughs> grassroots. <laughs> <laughs> because the publication, it's beautiful, is it? The artwork on it is just oh, wonderful. Thank you. I mean, it, it just seems like a very, very nicely thought out and put together publication. Well, we have a very dedicated staff of four. And oh, for all of us, it's a total labor of love. But, you know, it also helped that we did a similar kids' magazine, which we're still doing for for 22 years. So we kind of had the momentum going. Okay. And we're really so um, passionate about the information. We love to find new services and love to tell people about them. So, you know, we really have a good time putting it together. Now, how do you actually get this distributed? Um, did you just uh, make contact with pet stores and all the places and say, can you make a spot for... We did. And And everybody was receptive to that. Yes, they were, which is great. And we're always looking for, you know, if somebody would like uh, Pets Guides delivered to their facility, we're happy to have them call us. We'll put them on the list. Well, how can people get a hold of you? Uh, You can either uh, do it on the web through uh, www.petsguideoc.com, and you can email us through there. It's just the website's not up and running, but there's a contact option on that. Or you can certainly call us at uh, 562-799-0140. Okay, and yeah. is this something that somebody can have mailed to their home also, or is that not something available at you know, this point in time? At this point in time, we're happy to do it. We would charge for postage, though, okay. um, because we do have a lot of requests. But what we really like to do is if somebody calls in, tells us where they're located, we can search our database and say, hey, you can just go right down the street from where you are, and there should be pet guides there. Okay, and yeah. and will this eventually be available online as well, where exactly. somebody can just see the whole issue online? Right, and then the cool thing is we've got a lot of coupons in there, which also save uh, people money on everything from grooming services to an ambulance, uh, wow. you know, a, the, using a pet ambulance. Um, so that makes the readers happy, and that makes absolutely. the advertisers happy. Very, exactly. <laughs> wow, that's so cool. Now, Now tell me again. What was the driving force behind putting this all together? 
Were, were you all just a bunch of animal lovers at heart? Well, it's probably Toots, who <laughs> has been the resident dog in our office forever. Uh-huh. But, um, you know, it's something that I have wanted to do for a long time. I saw a natural progression from kids and pet owners are just as crazy about their pets as people are about their kids. Yes, and then are. when we started to look at what's out there, it, it's unbelievable that there's so many resources, and I'm not sure how people know all that's available. Yeah, I, I don't know how you'd ever be able to figure yeah. something like that out. So to have something like this where you can just thumb through the pages and find exactly what you need, that's I mean, just, there's, wow. there's one guy in Long Beach, and he's in a couple of places, and he brings sheep out to a location. And if you have a dog that loves herding, border collie or whatever, he has kind of an open class. You go, you take your dog oh there, and you can herd. <laughs> so, so if you have your border collies, you could just head right. over and have them herd Instead sheep. of them nipping at you, herding you, you can uh, actually oh, uh, funny. keep them out there in a natural now, that's environment. that's an unusual service. Yeah. <laughs> and someone else who contacted us recently it has a whole um, competitive urban mushing where you oh, do dog scootering. Did you have them on? Oh, yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> but for a high-energy dog that needs a lot of exercise, that is just great. Oh, wow. Well, I, I think this is wonderful work that you're doing, and I'd like you to tell everybody one more time what your website information is so they can uh, either email you for more information or find out where the publications are. That would be at www.petsguideoc.com. Excellent. Liz, I'm so glad you were able to come to the show today. I know it was a long drive for you. Oh, I'm very happy to be here, and I'm so happy to have the opportunity to tell people about Pets Guide. Oh, and I wish you the very best of luck with that publication. It really is super. So if you're in the Orange County or Long Beach area, be sure and try and pick one up because it's just a really fun magazine to flip through and find some great activities to do with your pet or services or you name it. It's all in there. (laughs) We need to take a quick break now, but we'll be back in just a moment with more Pet Place Radio here on AM 1260 and 540. Welcome back to the Pet Place Radio Show. Joining me now is Kristen Overdurf. Hi, Kristen. How are you? I'm great. Hi, Marie. And I'm so glad you're able to make it out to the show today. Thank you. Now, you have a very unusual idea, don't you? I do. <laughs> I, I I just found out about this the other day, and I think it's very cool. So first, let me hear all about your idea. Well, I created a CD called Baby Sounds for Pets, and it's all the different sounds of babies to introduce the pet to the sounds in their um, home before the baby comes. Uh, they're, they're a little more prepared for the child's um, new arrival by hearing the sounds a month or so out so people you know, feel comfortable about the pet being adjusted and not jealous. Oh, okay, so, so there'll be like babies crying and... Gurgling, cooing, temper tantrum. It's a little bit of everything. And actually, the very last track, I did something called Nursery, which is all the babies at once. It's about four different babies. In case you are in a multiple babies coming into the home situation or a pet is around a daycare center, which you never know. <laughs> okay. Wow. So 
your idea on this is basically some people think that when it's time to have a baby, it's also time to get rid of the dog. Yes. And exactly. that's not a good thing. No, it's not a good thing, especially when you've had your pet for, you know, in my case I have my chihuahua for 10 years and he's been my baby, and all of a sudden he has to share <laughs> mommy and the space. And, you know, it, it's quite an adjustment for a pet. And I know a lot of people will, you know, think, what can I do? But then ultimately they get rid of their pet, and that's what I'm trying to avoid. I want to keep the family together because I think pets are such an amazing experience for a child. Absolutely. And so do you also give some tips on, on what you can do while those baby sounds are going on, like to encourage them to do positive reinforcement yes. while the, the sounds yes. are happening? That's exactly what I did. The first tract is me talking about how to do it, how to play the CD, uh, reinforcing it with a treat. Um, you know, if they do get overwhelmed or growl or pace, to call, you know, be there with them to calm them. You know, give them a treat if they're, you know, excited about it. Um, definitely uh, positive reinforcement all around. <laughs> so how did your dog react to a new baby? Um, well, he growled at first to the track. There's one track he still growls at, which makes me laugh because he's very well adjusted now. You know, it was it was a big change for him, but he's he's a trooper. You know, he goes out with me walking with the stroller. He, you know, he lets me know when the baby's crying. You know, he does a growl bark in a circle. He's very funny. And he, you know, he wants to be where I am, so he has accepted the child um, into the home, my baby into the home. <laughs> and, you know, I think that's the thing that everybody needs to really understand, that pets do adapt and adjust. Mm -hmm. You just have to be patient. You have to use good common sense. You know, yeah. don't leave the dog alone with the baby and vice well, exactly. versa. And, and you need to, you know, really do a lot of positive in reinforcement and make your pet know that having a baby around is a good thing. Good things happen when the baby's around. That's so true. Whenever I'm giving him treats or feeding him, um, I do it with the baby, you know, in my arm, so that way he sees both of us giving him a treat. You know, there are so many positive things you can do to help, you know, the pet adjust. And, um, and like you said, using good common sense, obviously. <laughs> and then eventually they do adjust, and then you have a baby and a pet who grow up together. And yep. it's a wonderful, wonderful thing to have a child grow up with a pet because they learn how to be compassionate and caring mm -hmm. to other living things. And that's exactly. I, I can't say enough good things about that. It's so important. Children who have pets while they're growing up, tend to be more compassionate people as adults towards people and the world. I agree. I agree. I think it's an important aspect um, in everyone's life, especially children, and that's why, you know, we have to find ways to help the pet. You know, it's you know we have busy lives, and I understand that, but this is something you can do that's relatively simple with the sounds. You can still bring a blanket home or a little anim stuffed animal for the you know animal to sniff, but it's not enough. You have to prepare them, you know, a couple months out. <laughs> and it takes a little time afterwards too. I mean, it you can expect instant success. No, it's true. They they definitely need, um, and, you know, and you you need to allow the pet to also be like like when you're nursing or when you're in the baby's room. Allow the pet to be in there too. So that way they can, you know, get used to the sense and used to the whole entire experience. And like you said, it does take time, but, you know, eventually it's well worth it for everyone. Absolutely, and I'm glad you brought up that point about having the pet with you. I think the worst thing that new parents, the worst mistake that new parents make is they keep the pets away. Isolated, I agree. And so agree. what happens is the pets become... Um, angry 
towards mm-hmm. the little babies. The babies are the source of them being excluded, and, and pets yeah. hate being excluded. They do. And they so do. they'll associate the bad experience with the baby, so you never want to keep them out or keep them away. You want to invite them in. Like, I think one of the cutest scenes in Lady and the Tramp is when, you know, the baby is there and and they invite Lady on over to to come see the baby and from that point on, you know. Yeah, that was one of my favorites, too. I think it's uh, that's a very positive way to you know to show it. You know, the, the other thing that I want to start introducing to people is there are some wonderful flower essences that you can use that you put in their water. They're made for pets. They're a vinegar-based. They have one for jealousy, acceptance, you know, grievance, you know, all, the, all sorts of different types of um, things. And you can just put it in their water, and that was one thing I also did with Fred afterwards. I did the CD, and then I did the drops, and I noticed an amazing difference. It just calms them a little bit, and it helps them to adapt even more so. And I've shared them with other mommies afterwards, and it has helped their pets as well. Oh, wow. Hey, now can you tell me um, where people can get your CD if they wanted to get it? Sure. Well, they, of course, can get it online at babysounds4pets.com, but it recently um, went into PetSmart, so they can also pick it up at PetSmart nationwide. There's quite a few boutiques as well um, across the country that it is in, both on the baby side and also the pet side, because, you know, before you have the baby, you're in maternity and you're in baby stores, and then afterwards, you know, you're, um, you know, thinking about the pet and wanting to do what you can for them. You know, we were we were talking uh, earlier via email about some new classes that are being formed for prenatal mm-hmm. training for pets and new parents. Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Well, I had uh, one store in particularly in um, Pennsylvania contact me who does training, and uh, it's Godfrey's in um, uh, Pennsylvania, and... Um, they, she wants to start classes, which I really, really encourage. It's a prenatal class, and I would love to see other um, group, not just group, training, other resources of people that you know do work with animals to do a class and incorporate the CD. But you work with the animal with the owner because a lot of times pets will have bad behavior beforehand, and if you can rectify that before and then also address the fear and anxiety and jealousy and all that and acceptance, then the pet is going to be even happier, you know, and better. And so the prenatal class is something that's starting across the country. A lot of uh, places are starting to have that type of um, training for new mommies, daddies, and also the pets. You know, earlier in the show we had a, um, a woman who came on with a pets guide that has all kinds of services listed um, for pets and owners. I'm gonna I'm gonna suggest to her that she look into this and see if there's any around here in Southern California because I think that would be a wonderful wonderful class for new parents and expecting parents to yeah. uh, to get involved with. So. Most definitely, I think it would help because there's a lot of um, security issues that go off in your brain when you're pregnant. You're thinking about the right car, the right car seat, and then you think, oh my God, the pet. What am I gonna do? And something like that would really help them, you know, help the pet, but also address, you know. The sounds and everything, again, you know, it goes back to, you know, all of the things you can do, but a class is just so hands-on. You know, I I know that a lot of people um, are just going to decide to get rid of their pets, you know, rather than go through the time and effort. Um, Do you have any plans and, and, I mean, is there any way that you can connect with uh, animal shelters, you know, that can 
give guidance to these people who are turning in their pets so that they can be referred to your CD or, or to your information? Most definitely. I am happy to work with any shelter um, that would be interested. I have worked, I, being in New Jersey, I have already spoken to a few here that are definitely interested um, because then when people come in, they see that and then, you know, oh, wow, maybe I should try this first type of thing. And I, I would l- encourage it wholeheartedly, you know, to help. Um, I would love to work, like I said, with the shelters. Um, I have uh, on my site, I have different references on my blog to, you know, kind of what you can do instead of getting rid of the pet and, and different um, information that's come from shelters and like the um, the real big one. I can't think my brain just went out. <laughs> the Humane Society. Yes, the Humane Society, hello. You know, <laughs> they're, they're one of the biggest ones, and um, they have a lot of great tips also on what you can do. And so, yes, people might choose ultimately to do that, but there are things you can do and try first, and I'm hoping that we can turn that around because there's so many animals that have been given up because of that. That's right. Kristen, this is amazing stuff. I know a lot of people make that dreaded decision, and we hope that they won't, and they'll listen to your CD. Thanks for sharing this all with us. We need to take a short break, but we'll be right back on the Pet Place Radio Show on AM 1260 and 540. Don't go away. We're back on the Pet Place Radio Show. I'm Marie Hewitt, and I want to remind everybody that the Pet Place Radio Show is one half of the Pet Place story. We also do a Pet Place television show, which is on every Sunday morning at 6.30 a.m., where we showcase beautiful, homeless, adoptable pets from shelters and rescues. I mean, these are some wonderful animals that need homes. So if you're ever not doing anything on an early Sunday morning, or if you think about uh, setting up your TiVo or DVR or video cassette recorder, if you still have one of those, be sure and tune in to KDOC every Sunday morning at 6.30 a.m. to watch these beautiful animals and perhaps even adopt one or two or three. You never know. And um, I also want to remind everybody about the Surf City Animal Rescue Team, or SCART, as the team is called. They're having their third annual pet fair in the park in Huntington Beach tomorrow from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at the Park Bench Cafe, which is in the Central Park of Huntington Beach, located at 17732 Golden West Street. There'll be dog agility and police canine demonstrations, pet portraits, goodie bags, opportunity drawings, vendors, and most important, lots of great information about disaster preparedness for pet owners. If you want to learn more, visit www.scart.us. Remember, pets need love and a home, too. We'll be back next week here on AM 1260 and 540 at 6 a.m., but don't touch that dial. PJ Oakland is up next with Tuned In. I'm Marie Hewlett. Please spare new to your pets and have a wonderful day. <laughs>